today's show is brought to you once again by the d-bags don't be a gunsel and um i've had a few comments on what a gunsel is and uh typically a gunsel is kind of kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy dresses like a cowboy but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing and uh and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go. And some people have different names for them depending on what line of work you're in. But for us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel. But anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is it's a website started to uh, started with the working cowboy with, who has a sense of humor in mind. And they also have a line of merch that you can buy. Uh, they've got some hats and some stickers and... Uh, coffee mug uh you can find them at don't be a gunsel on instagram and facebook and uh if you go buy any of their merch make sure you use the promo code burning daylight get 10 percent off it'll help them out that'll help me out and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper and their prices are already pretty cheap so go i'll go check them out support them and uh use the burning uh burning daylight promo code b-u-r-n-i-n D-A-Y-L-I-G-H-T. I uh, I spelled the daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand, that's why. But anyway, go check them out. Don't be a gunsel. Family reunion, she's gonna be a good one. So let me bend your ear, the clan's all here for the family reunion. Well, my cowboy uncle sing cowboy songs And they get drunk and the words get wrong My Blackfoot cousin says they're coming this year Well, I hope they do and I hope they bring beer Howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley and we're burning daylight Well, bear with me everybody But this will be the first kind of interview style uh, show that we do. I got my cousin Robbie on. Uh, he's uh, he's pretty well my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. We've done a lot of crazy shit together. Drank uh, just an obscene amount of beer uh, and had even more fun than we did drink beer. So uh, it gets a little off the rails here to start with, but we kind of find our groove and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I, I I listened back through it today and uh, had me laughing pretty good. So here's Robbie McKinley and uh, yours truly, Burning Daylight. You there? Yeah. Ah, It says we're recording now. What'd you do? I upgraded. Oh, because I, well, Google, it looked like you had to use a computer. Well, I uh, I went to the Zoom website and said uh, for Android you have to have to have the Pro subscription. Oh, yeah, fuckers. Have you tried Google Record? Um, no, no, I haven't. Google Voice, like, um, no, I ha- I haven't, but I've. From what I've heard online, Google, like they said, Google Hangouts used to be really good, 
but here recently when they started cracking down on shit it's not very good anymore so i don't know they they all said zoom was the best way to go but you said to pay a little money yeah apparently that fuckers that's how they get you uh uh-huh yeah and they all said it was free sons of bitches probably on the payroll probably fucking illuminati right there Dicked around long enough, man. I got fucking bugs in my goddamn Moscow mule. In your what? My Moscow mule. Oh, well. Yeah, it's a little protein and it'd be good for you. Oh, I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just complaining that it was, it happened. <laughs> good enough. But, Would it taste good? I wouldn't know. <laughs> down the hatch buddy <laughs> that's a sign of a good Moscow mule I have no idea how good it tasted <laughs> uh, it's probably time to switch to whiskey anyway been drinking beer oh, been drinking beer all night <laughs> yeah oh shit yeah, I was drinking an apple crown there for a while and the lady at the liquor store sees me too often I guess cause she she said, try this Canadian club. It's half the price. No. It's a good woman. That I know. Is it, woman. it is, too. It is pretty good. It is half the price. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't no, quite I... the same, but, you know. Yeah. Well, desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. No. Whatever. I just want to drink. <laughs> That's... As the Game of Thrones goes, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. <laughs> that's how we do. <laughs> we just drink and know things. Just drink and know shit. That's, no, that's... Nothing, nothing productive, probably. But <coughs> Yeah, that, that's just how we roll. We drink and we know things. Yeah, have you seen that show? It's a fucking little midget. Which show is it? The Game of Thrones. No, I I have not seen a single episode. Oh well, you should. Um, but the li- there's a midget on there, and he all he like all he does is go to brothels and get drunk. Because his family doesn't really give a shit about him, because you know back in the day he was looked down upon. And, and he, but he's he's really smart though. <laughs> and at one point, someone asked him, "Well, what do you do here?" And he goes, "I." I drink and I know things. Does he, does he run Cook Oil Company? Oh. <laughs> oh. You can't talk shit without someone here to defend himself. Oh, I know it. I, well, sorry. hey, I can add up to 50 people now. So well, oh, once, once, we, uh, once we get uh, get some money rolling in, I'll just like send you all microphones and we'll just add, add everybody on these calls. Can you – Imagine how big of a clusterfuck that would be. Oh, it'd be it'd be a shit show. We talk over each other already in person. I can't imagine over the phone. Oh well, like, can you imagine Rob and Aaron? Just Aaron be like, shut the fuck up, Rob, and Rob that ah ah the bears ah (laughs) (laughs) fucking do Rob. That fucking guy. There, there's <laughs> nothing about him being Jewish that is funny. It just no. the fact that he is funny to make fun of. Yeah, he'd be a lot cooler if there was. 
<laughs> yeah, like he's he's uh I didn't even realize it though till the other day. Like he does have the same mannerisms as as like Ben Shapiro or one of those like real like nervous acting Jewish lawyers. <laughs> if, if, if Rob <laughs> knew you compared him to Ben Shapiro. Oh, oh no. <laughs> No, I I think he probably listened to it. I'll, I'll have to ask him. But that the same same mannerisms, like they talk so fast and just like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> but but just real quick, like just like that, and then that, and then and then and then and then this, and then this, and and that. That's, <laughs> like Vince Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> kinda, kinda. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, that's just the way it works. You know, we just get up, we do things. That's just that's just how it goes. You know, we just get yeah, up and that's what we do. Right along those same lines. I <laughs> and maybe it's not a Jewish thing, but like him and like him and Shapiro definitely have the same side, same <laughs> type of cadence. Like just he's gonna he's gonna disown you for life. Yeah, <laughs> Shapiro. I don't think he's allowed to. Emily Emily likes what I'm doing, so we're good. Yeah, fuck Rob. <laughs> fuck him fuck him and, and fuck him too shut up Tim <laughs> oh, shit. not as much as he was here yeah well yeah he's wishing nah he was like back in the 30s I, I used to have a lot of friends fucking <laughs> 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 oh fuck Luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I spent oh what was it? It's been like coming right up on three weeks or, or two solid weeks, I guess, that I've uh, been doing this. And I think I have tagged Bert Koontz and every single post about the show that I've done. Right. And he has liked a bunch of, of posts. I sent him a message, and I don't think he read it. And I I reposted his his deal today, and then like right after, I was like, I should send him another message from my show page this time because I think the first time I sent it was from my personal. And I was like, I started typing it. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to their website. Surely there's you know some sort of like booking agent or whatever that that can put me in contact or like an email or something a handler yeah exactly and though there was a 307 phone number because they're out of sheridan wyoming wyoming yeah yep called him and lady answered i said hey this is matt mckinley with burning daylight I was wanting to get in touch with Bert if you can uh, leave a message. I didn't even get to the point where uh, if you could leave a message. She's like, oh, yeah, let me go get him. He's here right now. <laughs> and this is the point you shit your pants. And I was like, oh. And you probably came a little. <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, perfect. Um, okay, was not expecting that. And then I proceeded to talk to him for 17 minutes and nine seconds. Apparently. Okay, so you did jizz them a little bit there then. A little bit. I kept I counting. Caught, it. I caught it, disposed of it properly, you know, hazmat shit. 
you know, we're, we're a legitimate outfit here. So, uh, yeah, we do things the right way, you know, never have. Well, we, we, we tell our stories, we get the facts right and we, (laughs) we dispose of our semen. Okay. Yeah. That gives me that last part. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I was like, uh, and I told him, I was like, well, you were a lot easier to get a hold of once. (laughs) Once I <laughs> with the internet part of it, I was like, once I found your number, you were really easy to get a hold of. I spent two weeks cyber stalking and jerking off in my gym sock, and all I had to do was fucking call you. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, I'm the guy that's been tagging you and all the shit. I don't know if you understand what's going on. And he's like, ah, you're 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 kind of catering to the ranch crowd. I said, yeah, something like that. We'll we'll, we'll go with that. Nothing. Nothing. You're pandering. <laughs> nothing underhanded or creepy like i totally don't understand anything about what louis ck did i would never even dream <laughs> somebody yeah yeah that's that whole thing just I, i'm not gonna do it would never never even never even but you did that. ask him to send you a pair of like used underwear or something right but that that is classified information he's a green beret god damn it yeah, he'd fucking kill you in your sleep, and you wouldn't even know it. Nah, I'd still probably come, but yeah, whatever. that's true. I, be- I believe that. <laughs> this is getting off the rails. <laughs> yeah, you're retarded. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, we. It's funny though. I was, I was sitting here thinking. I was like, God damn it! I mean, I was here. We could record some shit, but really, all it would be is like you know about thirty minutes of talking. And by that mm. time, we'd be fucking shit house drunk, and then it'd be about three hours of us talking to each other, arguing. Oh, it'd be the it'd be the Randy Savage. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to understand a single fucking thing for the next three hours. No, it'd be exactly like that Randy Savage deal that I shared today. Just the yes. American dream is dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, brother. I laughed so fucking hard at that like i i honestly thought i was gonna like shoot coffee through my dog's eyes (laughs) (laughs) i i I projectile shot coffee out of my nose holy shit and the caption was great (laughs) (laughs) oh i know did you see my uh snapchat this morning no, I actually I deleted Snapchat here a while ago, so I don't I haven't looked at it in a while. But oh, you apparently I probably ought to I get sent you a picture of my dick the other day. No wonder you didn't answer. No, I would have totally answered on that. No, I fucking so I would have critiqued the fuck out of that. It's beautiful. You don't have to. Uh, uh, I still would have. No, I fucking woke up and I laid in bed for a while. And, I knew it was going to get hot today, and I, you know, I, I need to ride that fucking Colt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even Tucker's been, and not only Tucker, now Ross is on my ass. You ride that Colt? You ride that Colt? <laughs> <laughs> so now it's getting to be ridiculous, where I just got to get him fucking road, but, you know, shit just keeps popping up. Like, right oh, now, I've got a, a boat in got my fucking shop. And... Serious mouse hunting going on right now. Your dog? No, the, the two cats that, that Roe picked up without my permission. Oh, um, good. Good. Yeah, this is back at the Syracuse house, so it's oh. it's, it's been a long time. Ago. Well, we got 
they're brother and sister and the sister is a bad bitch uh i've seen her she had to have caught like a 12 pound jackrabbit one day and this thing was a fucking monster and uh and she brought it to the yard minus the head jesus fucking savage like like still bleeding so it's not like she just found it no she she killed that bastard <laughs> and she weighs yeah maybe three and a half pounds maybe <laughs> she brought you her yeah she's gonna go look what i brought you be grateful peasant yeah hunter. yeah and so then then her brother who's a lot bigger cat uh he's a good eater i don't i've never seen him bring any any kill back but i've seen him him piggyback off a little hilda kitty because that like she she's a solid gray cat and she's a bad bitch one of the few cats i actually kind of like ah, i kind of like that one i don't like cats but i kind of like her just because she's a fucking badass fuck Joshua, yeah. he's he's uh uh he's kind of a sorry piece of shit but well that's a, the fucking nature of the uh the cat family the men lick their balls and stay home and the women hunt <laughs> That's exactly. pretty much really pretty like I think we're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, that's how the well we I really got to get Elizabeth Warren on the phone because I think she would know, but I I believe that's <laughs> how the Native Americans worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can get Pocahontas, dude. Did you watch any of those debates? Fuck no! You know I don't watch that shit. I get pissed off. Holy shit! Yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah, uh, I know because Trump I was, told me. I was, I was talking to, to Steve today, and uh, like the first night, Tulsi did pretty decent. Uh, like she she slapped down this one congressman, or because he was like, uh, he was he was saying how we need to stay in Afghanistan, and she's like, no, we need to get. Basically, she was like, we need to get the fuck out of there. We've been in there for eighteen years. And uh, and he's like, well, if we leave, then the Taliban will take over. And she said, the Taliban has been there for long before we there. We were there, and they will be there long after we're gone. Right. And he's like, when you know the when the Taliban guys flew those planes into the World Trade Center, and she's like, um, that that was Al Qaeda, not <laughs> not not. not. Going, oh shit. And he's like, uh, so, and she didn't do as good as I hoped, but she still did pretty damn good. Uh, last night it was Jesus Christ. Uh, Biden sounded halfway normal. Oh, Biden. Get the fuck out of here. That's how, that's how bad everybody else was. Biden sounded normal. Fucking Christ! What a shit show! They're gonna hand this shit to Trump. Oh, they, they have learned absolutely nothing. Absolutely, which is hilarious. You know, if they could produce one candidate that wasn't completely that far left wing, one they'd probably take it by storm, just like oh, they would in the first landslide. Yeah. Landslide. If they yeah. if they would have had somebody besides Hillary Clinton, they would have won. Oh, absolutely. 
Fuck yeah. Because even like you remember, I was behind Trump and you, you did not. You thought, no, nah, fuck no. And no. Lee, I think you voted for what Johnson, I think, even, didn't you? Or? No, I couldn't even vote for Johnson because he was a fucking idiot. I voted for Daryl Castle, who was the Constitution Party. Right. Well, and, this and is how you know that she was a candidate. So, like, Hilda Kitty here could have been on the, the ticket in Kansas as a Republican, and she would have carried Kansas. That's why I – it was a right. pro vote because I knew it didn't matter. Right. Kansas was going Republican. But, I mean, obviously, everyone knows Hillary's fucking insane because <laughs> all they had to do was put someone a little bit more normal than Hillary, and they would have won. They put the Hillary, who would have been the first fucking female president, and she's yeah. still fucking lost to Donald Trump. And there's a lot of people who wanted to – or who did vote for her just because she was female. Yeah, more people than Donald Trump, like three three million people more than Donald Trump. Right. So, put one moderate fucking female up there, it wouldn't even be a question. They don't even have to be moderate. They just have to sound halfway fucking normal, and <laughs> probably right. Not voted for every fucking war since, you know what? What was the one in the eighties? Grenada or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically she had voted for every war from then until, what was her, Assyria, I guess, would be her last one. Like, right. she she was the female version of John McCain. And yeah. John yeah. McCain, of all people, should have been anti-war. He was in a fucking POW camp. Right. In a, in a war that we shouldn't have been in. We could have won it if they, if we would have just went in and just fucked shit up. But... It wouldn't have done us any good in the long run because we're an invading army. Right. That's not that's not willing to just wipe out the population. Which is what oh, you would right. have to do. Which is, is wrong. By by all all accounts is wrong. Oh, absolutely. But look, that's that's why we're always stuck in these wars that go on. I mean, because those they don't give a fuck. So, no, but we do. No. But we do. Like you, that's just that. not something you're ever going to. You cannot beat down a population that don't care about civilians or themselves they will no no when you you are invading the homeland you will do highly irrational things to protect said homeland right much like we did in 1776 we said you you might have the bigger army but fuck you we're gonna win and we did and again in 18 by all means necessary yeah there's a reason that's a fucking quote yeah, and the only reason we conquered the South because Sherman said, fuck you and fuck everything you're about. I am going to just wreak havoc on everything you own. And he just beat them into submission, right? which we're not willing to do today. And that's a good thing that we're not willing to do today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's what you have to do. Right. War's not pretty. No, it's not. And uh, let's, let's. I'm already now. See, you get me all wound. Let's fucking let's talk about something else. Let's talk about how stupid you are or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's because that yeah, shit. That's. I mean, it's 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 insane. We know it's insane. It, it's yeah. It's all. But you know, there for the longest time, me. I, well, you're still pretty into it, but I was really into politics, and I I think it was just finally I realized how ridiculous it all is. Left wing, right wing. Mm-hmm. 
none of it fucking matters. It, the the cards dealt anyway. Yeah, the best meme that I've seen that explains the uh, political all of political thought today. It was it was a Stephen Crowder meme, you know, the change my mind deal, and it said. Uh, right. Republicans and Democrats are both socialists who disagree on how to spend somebody else's money. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's 100% right. Uh, because you remember when the, the Republicans were big, like, uh, deficit hawks, you know, like two years ago? Right. <coughs> Trump has a trillion-dollar deficit pushed through by a Republican House and a Republican Senate. Right. All three branches of government, uh, or well, I guess it'd be three quarters of the branch of branches of government because the supposedly the Supreme Court is nonpartisan. But yeah, the House, the Senate, and the presidency all Republican, and they voted to spend more money than Obama ever did in one year. Right, makes it, Obama look like a fiscal conservative. Right, and, it, and that same Obama. bullshit. Of all same, people. Well, it's the same shit like, you know, the left, the same people over there that voted for the wars, voted for immigration, mm -hmm. are now flip-flopped 100%. Oh, yeah. And it's just, that's why I don't fucking pay attention to that shit, Matt. It's so fucking dumb, and it's like, it's literally like high school, who's getting voted for prom queen? You know, yep, pretty prom much. King and prom queen. Like, we got to pander to these people. Anyway, we may not like this group over here, but we know we can get their votes. Man, fuck it. Yeah, let's tell them what they want to hear. Oh, I, uh, well, you've seen my interactions with, uh, with my buddy Patrick, uh, on Facebook, which he, he is, I, I like the guy a lot. He's, he's a smart guy. That's, that's the part that gets me is he's smart. Uh, I didn't know you had any smart friends. It does not matter if, as long as you are talking against a Democratic candidate, uh, he will find and he will find like 17 articles to try and refute you oh yeah i have and, and i told him i was like hey i'm actually and i i'm still seriously considering uh registering as a democrat and voting for tulsi gabbard just based on her foreign policy and then he he sent me like four different articles about how she is backed by some like anti-muslim group out of india and i was like well it doesn't even matter because like it doesn't you, you cannot appease these people so and this is where trump has it right you just don't fucking apologize because as soon as you do they want you to apologize for something else and there there's no winning with them so you just stand your ground and that's what trump has done and that is well, for the most part, you know, he, he flip-flops all the time. But for the, mo for the most part, he's just like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do it. Right. And, and, and see, that's, that's what makes the, popular. But with the flip-flopping, I shouldn't have worded that. I'm okay with candidates or current presidents or politicians in general just flip-flopping on stuff depending on why they're doing it. Now, are they flip-flopping on something because, uh, you know, they've learned more? I do that all the time. I may be one way, and I learn more. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. now that I have more information, I kind of I'm more this way. But to flip flop to pander to the right audience, that's where the problem is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all they're doing, right? 
they oh, know yeah. that they know where the the far left wants to hear. So that's that's the only reason they're doing it now. And the reason they were, you know, pro war and all that back in the day was because they were pandering to a different audience. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, uh, yeah, the Republicans were all against Obamacare, voted against it 47 times or some shit like that, knowing that it wasn't going to pass. Right. And then as soon as they had power, when they're like, well, no, we we can't leave people without health care. Right. And it's fucking stupid, but anyway, yeah. Let's get off politics. Uh, yeah, I fucking I, I don't like him anymore. I'm telling you. That hey, uh, tell me uh, tell me about your little uh, your little glaze horse. Oh no, his name's G now. G. All right. Well, tell me about him. I'm gonna move. Well, you you go off. No, he's uh, you know he's he's two years old now, and you know my buddy Dustin Glaze. He uh, he's a horse trainer, cowboy, whatever. Uh, he's a bullfighter. That's how we met. <clears throat> he was uh, doing that little bull riding deal, and um, I was when I started riding bulls. Actually, the day after on my twenty-first birthday, when you took me out to the bar, got me fucking blackout drunk. That, I think I think you slept in a car that night, if I remember right. But uh, anyhow, me and him are pretty good buddies, and. You know, I did, I did some automotive work on his trucks and shit for him. And he knows I like horses and stuff like that. So <clears throat> he said, uh, hey, man, you know, I know I owe you a little bit of money. You want this little yearling I picked up? And I said, well, let me look at him. I said, of course, yeah, I'll take him. He's a little uh, <clears throat> blue roan. And he was pretty small when I got him. You know, hadn't been touched. Came off his mom and then put right into a pen. So I got him, and he's going to make me look like a fucking horse training son of a bitch. Because <laughs> I'm not. But he's just fucking good, man. I mean, I've, I had to rope him to catch him. But after I fucking got my hands on him, it's like he's just willing to learn. What do you want me to do, sir? Well, that's, my, those are the best kind. Yeah, he's my homie. They he's, always make uh, you look like a badass. That was that, that gray that I had last summer that – uh, Randy and Jesse sent me. Right. I, I texted her after the third ride, and I said, "This is a good prick because, uh, yeah." I said, "He's he's gonna make me look really good." And he. The funniest and, part about them is how they get your own confidence up. Oh yeah. Where you're, because like I was, I was talking, you know, to. Your sister Paula, the horse trainer out of North Carolina, and last night actually, yeah, after we were just drunk texting. Uh, but, but I was I was sharing her videos. You know, she's pretty impressed with him. And I was like, "Yeah, man, I've got him going good." I started thinking about how how much I actually work with him. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh fuck!" If if he was any difficulty at all, like, I would have a horse you could barely catch. Yeah, because <laughs> I haven't had to. I mean, when he was a yearling, I took, you know, my daughter, Blythe, I took her, uh, her little kid saddle. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, the whole family was out at mom's and I had him in that round pin. So I tied him up, hard tied him and fucking just threw the saddle on him to see what the hell happens. Cause you know how he, he's so well demeanored. Oh yeah. And I, I just threw the fucker on him and cinched him up and he didn't even bat an eye. He just was like, okay, now what? 
<laughs> so I took him out straight out of the pen and took him up to the yard wherever it was at. And he was basically like, oh, fuck, green grass. This is cool. Nice. And I did yeah. try to ride him the other day, but you know how big my other horse is. And I threw my okay. saddle on him and my pack more. And, or I get my Bozell. He called a Bozell. Don't you? Bozell, Hackamore, whatever. Right. And I and he kind of was like, what the fuck is this? And I just said, no, hey, put this shit on. So he did. And I went to get on him and stood up a couple times, you know, to see if he'd move. And he really didn't. You know, he's kind of like, what the hell is this? But about the time I was going to go swing on him, that saddle was on this, his fucking side. Because <laughs> that cinch was too damn big. And... I have a picture somewhere I should send it to you, but like that saddle was hanging off the side of him, and he was just looking at me like, "Is is this is this how this is supposed to feel?" Because <laughs> this is slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> That's awesome, but no, he's a good little dude. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. He's what blue roan. But yeah, I guess call him. and the story I think behind him, I I kind of know where he came from. I've helped you know uh, drag calves up there for that guy. Yeah. I didn't know at the time when I was up there helping, but I he there was another guy riding his stud horse, and I saw this big, bad-looking fucking blue roan. And I've always liked blue roans. You know, we've never really, growing up, been around them. No, no, we didn't have Hancock bread or uh, driftwood, which is kind of your for the quarter horse strain. That's kind of your two main like roan lines is Hancock and driftwood. Right. Uh, we had more like old, uh, and, and you know, Hancock and Driftwood are our foundation lines, but we had more of the like the cow bread and running bread lines. Right. Uh, so it was like Poca Bueno, right. uh, Go Man Go, uh, Dash for Cash, and uh, what right. was the other one? Uh, Leo. Leo was the other. We had a bunch of Leo bread mares. Right. And, uh, we might have had a couple wimpy too, but like we we didn't really have the like those great big like halter bread or like ranch bread lines. We had more cow bread and and uh, and running quarter. Exactly. Yeah, but and that's why I've always thought they were like just really pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah. So, and I didn't know he. I guess I you know I didn't know he was a roan until I went that day to go pick him up. And when I went and picked him up, I mean we had to run him into the trailer. You know we couldn't. We tried to get our hands on him, and he jumped two fences. So yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'll get him in the round pin, back your trailer up, we'll fucking run him in." But no, but I, I don't know. You know, as soon as I got him, it just felt right. And the reason he's unpapered is that guy he runs cows year round, so that's mm. why there's so many uh, Brandons, you know, throughout the year because he's See, always he, got bulls on his cows. He runs his bulls year round. Yes, yes. Everybody runs their cows year-round. but Okay, fucker. You know what I meant. <laughs> well, we're we're going to be precise here because that's what I do on Burning Daylight. You can go fuck yourself on Burning Daylight. <laughs> How about that? I'm Burning Daylight right up your fucking I might, but I tell you what, I'll do it properly. <laughs> okay. He runs his bulls year-round <laughs> on cows, which are female, and he breeds them. Mature females. Yes. Well, some of them are pretty young. But so when you go to his brandings, you know, you you may drag, <laughs> not really drag, you go pick up a week old calf or, you yeah. know, you'll, or they'll bring one going through. Don't fucking miss. We ain't mm -hmm. catching him again. It's kind mm -hmm. of a shit show. But anyhow, I saw that blue run out there. 
later on, I put the pieces of the puzzle together and realized that's where he came. I said, well, why, why, why isn't he fucking papered? And I guess they didn't have the papers on the mom or something. He was, he was kind of, so he, yeah, so, and he does breed horses, but the, I think, I don't know what the entire deal was, but I was pretty sure he knew he was going to like use this horse as a kind of a giveaway deal to my buddy. Yeah. To kind of, you know, train on and say, hey, look, this horse came out of so-and-so if you're interested, but he owed me money and he knew I was looking for a young one because, you know, that fucking horse I got boss he's a you know big sorrel horse he uh he i think he's 11 or 12 and he's kind yeah, of a he's... fucking douchebag sometimes so he's i mean he's not a lot of fun to, to ride really yeah was, you know like it, he, you're gonna have to fuck with him for a little bit even at his age yeah uh and so my, you my can get those horses the same way he's like 14 and if you're not riding him pretty consistently He's gonna crow hop pretty well every morning. You you get on him, right? And and like he's not real serious about it. Like he exactly. eats a bit, but it's not hard to ride. Like if if you don't get buffaloed by him, and just sit, well, yeah. If you just sit in the seat, he's like, yeah. Any, I mean, shit. Our daughters could ride it if if they just exactly. sit. And, and, you know, when I got him, he would stand at the back of the pen, and he really didn't want nothing to do with humans, just being yeah. me. But if you get him caught and, you know, you saddle him up and go to a pen, then he'll, then he'll come alive. All right, we're here to work. That's all he yeah. wanted. But I don't know if it was with G kind of coming around and being my homie. But boss now, man, that dude comes up, and he wants to be ready for my shit too. Yeah. It's kind of neat, you know. It's kind of neat. And, and that's why, uh, by the way, that's why we're calling him G now. Yeah. So you know how our family, if we can't name a horse, we'll just name him after whoever we got him from. Last name of whoever we bought him right. from. Well, I think one of my brothers, Cameron or someone, is the one that said, "Name him, name him Glaze." And, I said, and you know, I I don't know name. I said, "Oh fuck it, that's fine." Well, I, I <laughs> Glaze found out about it, and he doesn't like horses being named after him. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was like, "You don't, huh?" Because of course he don't. No, I know. So he's like, why don't you call him, like, G-Money? And I was like, I don't care. That's fine with me. If it won't hurt your fucking sensitive-ass feelings, we'll call him <laughs> G-Money. I I, I kind of call him G-Baby because he's kind of my yeah. little baby. And it always makes me think of that show. Uh, what was that baseball show? Um, Which one? That inner city. That There's, like, them black kids, inner city, and the wow, shit. The guy from the Matrix was their coach. Oh shit! Yeah, what is that? Not the replacements, because that's the football movie. Where that's you? the football one. This is the one um, where he's in gambling debt and he has to work it off. Yeah, I was like the. Oh shit! It's it's a, oh, it's. Is it the replacement? Of, no, uh, no, it, no, 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 not the replacements. I mean, it, it was. I think, well, fuck, no, I don't know. Kanu Reeves. I'm looking it up right now. Isn't that Kanu Reeves? Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, anyhow. Baseball. I I need to get me a young Jamie over here so that they can look this shit up for me. (laughs) I know. How convenient is that? They just have to snap. Uh, Hardball. God damn it. Yes, I knew that. Hardball. Yeah, so that little kid that got shot and killed that was kind of their mascot 
Yeah. And they call it, they called him G baby. Yeah, that's right. And I don't that's know. Me. So I always, I always call well in private. I call him G baby. I don't want him to have a, you know, a name like that in public. I call him G money in public. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. Well, for all these other people out here that don't know, no, my, well, you know, my horses by now. And if you've, uh, watched any westerns at all they've they've picked up on uh where i'm coming from but i i name all my horses to to date anyways except for a couple uh from lonesome dove just because why not i know i know i, well, I, I, you I, I named little son uh, after augustus mccray so i know <laughs> <laughs> well you remember that little fucking four-year-old mare i had don't you that colonel freckle oh yeah 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 mare? Yeah, a little bay mare. Yeah, I call I called her mare. <laughs> <laughs> <Good news. laughs> hey, when a guy got from him, I was like, "What do you, what do you name her?" And I don't. He's like, "I haven't really named her yet." I said, I'll call him mare. I <laughs> uh, see that you remember that Victor guy that worked for me over at Syracuse. Was that Midnight Pepo? No, no. This was uh, this is the one that was in love with uh, Tamara. Oh, okay. Okay, and for for the listeners, Tamara is uh, one of my older sisters, and she came over to Syracuse and helped me day work when we were uh, when we were breeding cows. And uh, Victor, who is one of my favorite people ever, like honestly one of the most hilarious human beings I've ever met, fell in love with my sister Tamara because all all my sisters are pretty good looking and, and she is a bubbly fun woman to be around yeah they're they're all very nice very fun to hang out with and uh so Victor who was an older Mexican fella he's I uh, if he's not 60 he's he's pushing right up against it and uh he fell in love with my sister Tamara and Tamara, being the nice woman that she is, didn't really think much of it. She just thought he was a really nice guy. Men never, or women never really understand men, do they? <laughs> no, they really don't. And uh, it's pretty obvious, but they, they still don't get it, I guess. But, no. um, yeah, so she was telling Victor about, so her, Tamara and her husband are both pilots. And, uh, and uh, Tamara's, she flies still, but she's both mostly been a stay-at-home mom for, well, shit, like 15 years or something like that. Right, and Hal, uh, Hal flies the corporate jet for come-and-go, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he used to work for one of Warren Buffett's companies, and now he works Now he works for a competitor. Right. But, uh, yeah, so Tamara hadn't, hadn't really worked in a while. And uh, so she came over and they, they helped me. And uh, Which she probably hadn't done that kind of shit for a, a quite some time. Quite a while. Quite a yeah. while. I, I think I kind of wore her out a little bit. Yeah, probably and decades. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then Victor fell in love with her. And uh, and they were she was telling him about what, what all they did. And, and she, you know, she was telling him that how I was a pilot. And... And his, uh, his uh, the farther we got in the day, and the more confident old Victor got, he uh, he was said, uh, 
and then he always said it when Tamara wasn't around, but I said, yeah, me, me girlfriend over there, you know, <laughs> Patron, Patron's sister, uh, yeah, her husband, he, he fly airplane, but he's in the sky and I park in the garage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please tell me you said, "Hey, Tamara, come here." Victor's got something to tell you. Oh well, I I heard about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess it had been after we were done, so Tamara wasn't helping us anymore. But so it'd been like a week later or something like that. I heard about it, <laughs> and uh, and I didn't mention something just offhand because I I laughed my ass off. <laughs> but <laughs> I parked in the garage. He is my sister, but that that oh, was hilarious. That's I mean, fucking it's funny. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, and so I mentioned something just as a joke, and and he was the nicest he's ever been to me for about three weeks after that. <laughs> hey, Pepe, need any help today? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was he was a helpful some bitch for about yeah about three weeks. <laughs> yes, I was good. I sweep bunks today because I feel like it. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I should have if I would have thought about it a little bit more i i, I could have capitalized on that and he'd still be just working his ass off for me but fuck yeah but then again i wouldn't be looking at the sierras in the background right now oh, fuck you. No. you know what time it is here too by the way you maybe it's midnight here yeah it's 10 o'clock i thought it was i thought i was in good shape yeah when you're like i'll call you in an hour and then and two hours later, he called in typical form. I yeah, like, it's early over there. It's how I operate. How I operate. I should have expected it. Yep, pretty much. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> oh shit, fucker! Well, what's the what's the forecast look like for you this week? Hundred fucking hot. It's hot, motherfucker. That's what Brad told me today. I called him and he said it was. 96 and he he was sounded kind of shocked that it was that low well that actually i was going to tell you that story earlier um this morning when i woke up you know i laid in bed laid in bed and i, I kept mm. telling myself you know right i need to go ride that colt but man i just didn't want to get out of bed because you know I, normally i never lay in bed i'm up at seven o'clock even on the weekends yeah. but then Blythe comes in and she's like dad mom mom said breakfast is ready i go in there and I got dressed, got my clothes on. I thought, well, I'll eat breakfast, and I'll go out there and fuck with them horses. I sat on the couch, and Tina goes, it's ready. And I, so I got my, my, you know, my eggs and my sausage. I started eating, and she comes prancing over all happy. Because, you know, she, she's, she quit drinking during the week. Yeah. Because she's trying to lose weight. So on the weekends, she tries to kill me, I think. She comes prancing over all proud, and she goes, I made you a beer mosa. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I love you. <laughs> but after I had that breakfast and I drank that beer and orange juice about 9 o'clock this morning, I thought, man, I ain't going to do a fucking thing all goddamn day. And I'll tell you this. I didn't. I didn't do a thing. I didn't do a fucking single thing. Nice. At some point, I told myself, well, when it cools off, I'll go fuck with them horses. But nope. So when Tucker listens to this, uh, I guess I can say you were right thursday or friday whatever you said it i guess i was making excuses because my ass could have fucking rode that horse today and i did not <laughs> <laughs> i went outside a couple times you know checked uh chickens and shit 
I've been out there mm-hmm. five minutes, went inside, and I thought, and I was in a dead sweat. I thought, yeah, no, fuck today. I ain't doing fucking thing. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then on, on Monday, I'll probably tell you, well, maybe Tuesday. <laughs> nice. But no, I think it's been, uh, damn, over 100 every day this past Ooh. week. I've been wet there, too, so that's, that's got to be just fucking miserable. Well, that's the fucking problem. Is it's humid as fuck out here, which, it, you know, mm. normally never really is. No. But it's, you know, that's, what, that's what we cans like to say. Well, it's hot, but it's it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. Well, motherfucker, it hasn't been. It's been <laughs> muggy and shitty. Oh, that, yeah, that, fuck that humidity bullshit. I don't, I don't know how those fellas down in the southeast part of the country do it. Uh, like, well, you, you'll see those guys from 310, uh, and they'll post a, a video in like the middle of December and they're in like button up short sleeves. Well, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> At that point, yeah. I, like I, I wear my leggings every day anyways, but, but underneath that, I got my jeans and then I got my under armor. And then I got two pairs of socks, and then probably, well, I got an undershirt, a button-up, a vest, a flannel, and then probably a coat over that. And probably about ten tie strings hanging off, because if you don't, you ain't no cowboy. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. I mean, come on. I've (laughs) got to, once it gets above, you know, 40 degrees, I've got to have shit tie my coats back down. (laughs) yeah absolutely i'm in on this i'm in on this concept yeah and you know you need a good tie string for that solid 10 of them solid you know yeah you don't want them them breaking on you fuck no uh yeah they're yeah so i'll look at their their video when i come into the barn you know with snot sickles hanging off my mustache and yeah, you see this guy. You know, they're they're wearing GoPros, so you don't you don't see what you know see the guy, and then but you'll you'll just catch a glimpse of his wrist coming around. And yeah, that son of a bitch does not have a full set of sleeves on him, guaranteed. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Guy. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But <laughs> I bet this time of year, he is. I've been t- been saying it pretty well every morning. Like I wear a vest. And uh, and it's kind of goddamn chilly first thing in the morning. I, I leave my house right about five thirty, and uh, I I I don't turn the heater on, but I I turn it to you know I turn the fan off, and 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 turn the the temperature selector all the way to to the heat side and until uh-huh. I get until I get to the yard, and so out I, there I, in the fucking desert. <laughs> yeah, I bet those guys would be like. Fuck you. Fuck you. It is 130 degrees with more humidity that, than is physically possible to calculate. It doesn't make sense. It defies the laws of mathematics. <laughs> well, you know, I've experienced something like that once, and it was when I was um, hauling silage for Ross, you know, stepdad Ross. Mm-hmm. And we were down in uh, Oklahoma. Stillwater area? No, it would have been uh, Hollis. 
Hollis, Oklahoma. Uh, right by Altus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you're like just below the the Panhandle, right? Uh, on the on the western end, right? Yeah. And uh, so when I started out there, I just came out of school and uh, that Wild Tech, and I knew you know he needs truck drivers. They always do because it's kind of seasonal, but they they keep people around year round and. But I knew he'd have a job for me. I thought, man, I need to make money now. So I came down, and when it was slow, he's like, hey, we'll get your CDL. You know, we just got to get it together. Well, we didn't ever get my CDL. And once uh, harvest started, there's no goddamn way in hell we had time for that shit because we started in, you know, Oklahoma, and every week we were moving to a different location. Yeah. But I, the problem was is not having a CDL, going to these towns, these small you know, sleepy towns like Hollis, uh, we'd fuck up some roads. You know, you got 50 trucks and, I don't know, six choppers running up and down the road. It, it tears the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, and those those trucks are making loops. What what? How many times you reload in, in one circle? What, like 15, 20 probably? Fuck, I, yeah, I don't even know. Maybe more. Probably a lot more. Because, uh, all right, so for everybody that don't know, when you're – when you're chopping silage is what, what what you're doing here. So you're taking a corn crop that is about a month, two months uh, premature to being able green. to harvest it for grain. Yeah, green, but, green corn. Yeah, so what, but what you're doing is you're, uh, you're basically running it through a wood chipper and then you're packing it in a, a big, great big pile as tight as you can get it and then it ferments and uh but it but it's a lot it's a lot more uh i don't know that they've, they've got different strains of corn uh but it but it's a lot easier to keep for for long long periods of time because it doesn't mold you know the longer it sits the there's the more it ferments, and uh, yeah, and I don't get all sciencey like that. Here's what I know: if you go up to a silage pile, dig about a one foot hole, and stick your hand down in it, it'll burn the fuck out of you. That's all yeah, I know. It's gonna be right close to boiling temperature, right? Because yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, cause it's it's about seventy percent uh moisture, and and then you just pack it together. So I mean, it's just hot humid whatever uh well but they but they, they uh, do that because it it keeps a long time and so it'll, it'll a keep year yeah. and that's and, and where you know if you if you if you feed grain corn and you know put it in a big pile like that eventually it's gonna rot and uh, and not be any good for your cattle but if you uh if you put it in silage like that chop it and uh in silage it used to be called insulage uh so you in it which means it ferments and and kind of makes some alcohol to it but it'll keep for a long long period of time well and it, it'll develop a crust yeah yeah That's exactly what keeps it yeah and uh, but it'll keep up for a long time, and that's and that's why they they used to do that, or that that was the the reason 
back in the day why they did it and uh and now now it's a pretty calm you know real common practice especially our part of the world not so much out here in the on the west coast but yeah. well and that's why we we go back to these places every year because you know they feed it as what a i'm a, a fill ration and it's just a filler it's not a lot of nutrients but um yeah it's got a little bit we, energy but more than anything right. it's just uh to fill the room and so what we 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 chop at like uh feedlots would hire us to chop it or dairies a lot of dairies would uh, hire us every year because throughout the course of the year they would feed that pile out we'd come in the next year and harvest the next crop yeah but uh i know so you know i didn't have my license and we were down there in these small towns and we were running on the in oklahoma's roads you know they suck anyways oh but we're terrible oh god awful and we're running in these trucks well Here's the other deal. You know, we want to get in and get out. So we are overloading the fuck out of these trucks. So, so like, the, oh, yeah. uh, well, the even full, your rehaul trucks were running 100,000 pounds. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So that that's the rehaul. Yeah, so right. Coming out of the field, you had to been running 115. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was running a, you know, Bobtail. It's a, it's a truck without a trailer. It just has a big box on it. And, uh, I was running 80,000 pounds. So yeah. the, the the guys in their semis, they're running about 120, 125. <laughs> well, anyhow, we were running up and down these roads, and there was one blacktop. So that was nice to get on that blacktop. You could shoot back over the scale. Yeah. Well, we actually put in, like, massive potholes into this blacktop road, which is not a good thing. Well, here's the kicker. <laughs> the goddamn county commissioner lived on that road <laughs> oh, yeah i bet it got fixed real quick too no, well i don't know because uh next thing we know we got dot <laughs> out there and they're pulling over trucks yeah. and they pull over old uh old jordy you know you remember jordy don't you? oh yeah i remember jordy yeah he's he was back then a little heavy set guy you know good good dude oh yeah he well, did lose a whole bunch of weight huh he, I think so, but he was pretty stout back then. He don't work out there no more. But anyhow, they pulled him over right there in town. So since I didn't have my CDL, you know, we got CBs and shit. So as soon as DOT started pulling people over, I'd get a call. Robbie, go park that truck. So I'd go park the truck in a field, and someone would come pick me up. That way, I didn't get pulled over. Yeah. Because that would be massive fines. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, they also said, "Oh, well, you're the boss's son. You know, you get special treatment." That was what I always got. I was like, "No, motherfucker, I get the shit treatment." Is what I get because when Jordy got pulled over, they said, "Man, you're at 120,000 pounds. You're rated at 80." So, what does Ross do? He comes and picks me up from the field. We go over to that truck with the DOT, and they say, "You cannot move this truck till it's down to 80." Matt, we're at 120,000 pounds. And we have to be down at 80 to move that truck. Right off the side of that. So Ross backed up another truck right up next to it. And we got fucking solid for pitchforks. They're basically uh, real wide pitchforks. Yep. And we started shoveling. And I am I keep in mind, I'm 19 years old. I'm in the peak shape of my entire fucking life. I've been playing basketball and flag football, you know, up at college, intramural sports. I played every fucking day. And uh, I'm in the best shape of my life. And we start moving that shit off that fucking truck. And it was, I think that day, it was 105 degrees. And it was yeah. 100% humidity. 
And I thought I was going to fucking pass out. I couldn't hardly keep my eyes open. Like, I was going down. Jordy kind of was leaned up against a pitchfork. Yeah. I, I guess none of your listeners don't know Ross, but you know Ross. Ross was – he was hammering away. Oh, beer yeah. Gut, beer gut and all, he was hammering away. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> this there is, ain't no uh, way in hell he can outwork me. Well, and Ross will, will literally die – before he lets somebody outwork him. Right. So it's basically me and Ross shoveling off. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking 40,000 pounds. But, yeah, but you at some point are like, all right, fine. I get it. I'm not going to win this. No, not- I didn't. I didn't. I fucking kept going. And I thought I was seeing stars. Uh, <laughs> I was seeing that tunnel. You know, you get that tunnel vision. I was seeing oh, yeah. the tunnel. And I, I literally thought I was going to fucking black out shoveling silage. <laughs> And finally, Ross, Ross quits, looks at Jordy just standing there. I mean, every one of our – you know how Ross sweats. Every one of our shirts were a different fucking darker color. With the oh, yeah. Started. And Ross looks over and he's, that DOT guy gone, isn't he? Yeah. Fuck this shit. Take it to the pit. <laughs> <laughs> we climbed off it. And I guess this is kind of being the boss of Sud. Even though I had to do all the shit work, I get in the fucking truck. It's like, hey, let's go to the store and get a Gatorade. <laughs> I was like, please, God, let's do. <laughs> About 17 of them. Oh, I think we chugged two on the way back to my truck. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Oh, that I was the worst it. fucking th- I, And I don't know how them guys I, – I mean, I know you get acclimated, but that was the worst feeling of, you know, element-wise I've ever felt in my life. That oh. was hell. Fuck that humidity, man. I, I oh, can't yeah. do it. You can't even – you couldn't even hardly fucking breathe. You try to get air, it just – you can't even hardly breathe. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. And you know what's fucked up is that same year, uh, that first – so they didn't train me to drive truck before I got to the field in goddamn Hollis, Oklahoma. I rode around with a guy for two days, and then they handed me the keys of the truck, and they're like, don't fuck it up. <laughs> so, you got to so, love it. Yeah, so you know, I'm grinding it till I find it. But anyhow, I, I get loaded my first time and I go dump my load. And as I'm coming back to the field, I hear, Hey, Ross, you got a truck turned over in the ditch. And this motherfucker, the first thing he says on the radio is, Hey, Robbie, where you at? <laughs> and I'm like, Motherfucker, I'm pulling into the field. <laughs> so, the uh, an old guy, uh, he's come to find out he was damn near blind but he had uh, he rolled a truck and uh so me with all my uh you know boss's son privileges i had to go walk up two miles down the road climb up into the truck and when he rolled it he flipped it or he or he flipped it on its side full of silage in a ditch and he pissed himself which they didn't fucking tell me till later but they're like hey robbie go get all the paperwork for the cops so I climbed into this piss-soaked fucking truck, got all the paperwork, get out, hotter than fuck still, get all that done. They leave, and Ross comes up, hands me a pitchfork. Well, what are we doing? Well, we got to get all the silage off the ground. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, well, just just working off a little water weight. I guess we did. We had to fucking move everything out of that truck into a loader and into another truck. That was the most fucking awful summer. I had a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. Because when you get rained out, the bars in them small towns, they will serve anybody because they don't get that. Oh, I bet. I bet. I was sitting there one night. We Because that's where we had to eat. 
right? Because everywhere else in that town was closed. There was yep. a gas station that had a, a subway. But that, you know, we ran into a couple tweakers. And, you know, that was funny at first. And then we got over it. And so we were at this bar and we are eating, like, microwave pizzas. And all of a sudden, you know, they had the door open because their AC sucked. And there's a yep. big old clap of thunder. And it starts fucking pouring. And uh, so we decide, oh, yeah, we get we can get fucked up tonight because, you know, we ain't going to have to work tomorrow. Well, I'm sitting at the bar, and there's one couple there that, you know, they were locals. And they kept making comments. You look pretty young. You know, well, yeah, I'm 21, 21. And uh, at one point, we get fucked up enough. Someone says something about 1990. I'm <laughs> 29 years old. I was born in 1990. But as soon as they said that, I said, in my drunken stupor, I said, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, 1990. That was a hell of a fucking year. And they kind of looked at me funny. I was like, well, fuck yeah, man. That was the year that I, my little brother Jackson was born. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be about 19 right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. And that bartender looked at me like, please, God, don't say it. Please don't say it. Because he knew I was 21. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Holly, that was a that was a good time. A lot of hard work, but man, it was we had a lot of fun. Oh man, oh, those Okies, they they do know have a good know how to have a good time. They, uh, I don't know if if anybody's ever been to Oklahoma. They have the absolute worst liquor laws known to oh, man. Oh God, it's well, thanks a lot, Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. Because of the Indians, there's a lot of, you know, I, it's pretty well the whole central part of the state, ain't it? It's a reservation. Yeah, most of it, I think. Yeah. Well, anyway, so there, there's a, there's a lot of Indians down in, in uh, Oklahoma. Indians, Native Americans, natives, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, anybody who actually has any Indian blood wouldn't give a shit, but. For for all the white people out there that are monitoring, uh, yes, Native Americans. Sorry, FBI guy. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, that was where the Trail of Tears ended, and uh, and there's there's just I for whatever reason, Oklahoma just attracts people that just get made fun of for, for no reason at all. And like good people, like some of the best people you'll ever meet are from Oklahoma. Yeah. I lived there for many years. I'm the best person you ever met, but you're going to give them shit because they're from Oklahoma. Just absolutely. You have to, I don't know why, but you have to remember that time we went down uh, with Jim Bob to that fucking lake down there. No, Fort Supply. Fort Supply, I mean, right. So when we talk, went to bu- just talking about that. Right. So we, we went to buy beer and you could buy beer at the gas station. And it's you know three two. And we yeah. said, Wow, fuck, there's a liquor store across the street. Well the liquor store sells three two. Because they can't sell six point beer in a liquor store in Oklahoma for some no. fucking reason. Only in some bars. They had firewall. I, I don't know how to make that determination, but no, it's crazy. You know, in Kansas, we just passed the law for that we can, uh, they can sell hard hard beer in gas stations and uh, 
grocery stores now. I I heard that. Yeah, it, and it's nice, you know. I've got well, but I've got friends that are in the liquor business, so I try to go to the small liquor stores. But it is goddamn convenient. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about convenient Nevada. As long as I think, as long as you're not a Christian bookstore, you can sell whatever strength of alcohol you want. <laughs> and they probably can too. No, they yeah. They, I think if you call it communion wine, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why I was you know raised a Catholic. Good, yeah, a good thing for me. But. Well, even if you you go to the bar here, and uh, and you decide at nine o'clock you're ready to go home because you don't want to drive home and then get a DUI, whatever. But you still want to go get fucked up. You'd be like, "Hey, close me out and give me a six pack to go," and they will. It's no it's shit. fucking awesome. See, the only bars you can do that around here is the, the shady ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can get a six-pack to go, but you might get uh, chlamydia or you might get stabbed. Or both. Yeah. Same incident. You got stabbed and got chlamydia because of the knife. You don't want to know how that got chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, fucking Oklahoma. What are you going to do? Oh, I just remember waking up and uh, I went outside to take a leak and Ro was like, you got to put pants on. I was like, why? We're in Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be frowned upon if I put pants on. You know what? She had no response to me. She had no. Oh, God. She she was like, all right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, shut up, Okies. We like you. We're just kidding. Yeah, I would love you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I got to get up early in the morning, so I better oh, get. Shit. You don't do goddamn thing out there. Well, I try not to. Well, as is tradition. Yeah, it's uh, it's a concerted effort to not do anything, but when I get there, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Catch you later. I'm glad you got to hear me. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. Go. Get out of here. Hey, we're burning daylight. Move your ass. We're burning daylight. Move your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's it. That's uh, That's our first interview show, and... It, uh, like I said, it gets a little, little derailed for a minute, but we found a groove. Well, we were kind of in a groove when it derailed, but, uh, I think I laughed at it, so, uh, if you guys laugh at it, so be it. It may not be for everybody, but give me your feedback, and, uh, I'm gonna tell my wife, just go ahead and not listen to this one, uh, so I don't have to, like, hear her eyes roll at me, so... Uh, I'm just going to tell her to sit this one out. But thanks again for everything you all have been doing. We're, uh, we're pushing up against uh, 3,000 total plays. So that's pretty fucking cool, man. And uh, 
we got Bert Coons coming tomorrow. If you got anybody you want me to to interview, or and it's, it's not really an interview, we're just talking. I just like to have a good conversation. So if you got anybody you want to hear on the show, let me know. If you know how to get a hold of them, even better. That's uh, that's kind of the big deal. So uh, yeah, send them to me and uh, on on Facebook, Instagram, you know wherever, Twitter, even. So, as always, uh, go find me, Matt McKinley, on Facebook, at MickerMac85, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Burning Daylight page on Facebook, and at Burning Daylight on Instagram. Uh, you can go find Robbie on Facebook, Robbie McKinley, uh, Robbie Mac 237 on Instagram, uh, R-O-B-B-Y-M-A-C. 237 on Instagram. Uh, go go follow him. He does a lot of the memes and stuff on the Burning Daylight page. So he's, as you'll find out, he's a pretty pretty hilarious individual. And uh, he's always got some good shit that I may not have seen. So go check him out. Uh, go check out Don't Be a Gunsel uh, on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, use the promo code Burning Daylight. Get yourself 10% off a hat or coffee mug sticker whatever uh go check them out give them some love and uh we'll be back here tomorrow i'm gonna do a regular show and then uh i may save bert's uh i think i won't post it till the weekend we'll see i don't know uh we'll see how it goes but anyhow that's gonna be a good one i think i i got a we had a really good conversation on the phone yesterday and uh i'm pretty excited about it i think i think you're gonna like it i think uh, i think he'll like it and hopefully uh he likes enough to share it on his his stuff so we can get a we can get a little more of an audience going so anyhow love you all be safe be careful don't let your butt crack and uh move your ass we're burning daylight Family reunion, she's gonna be a good one. So let me bend your ear, the clan's all here for the family reunion. Well, my cowboy uncle sing cowboy songs, and they get drunk and the words get wrong. My Blackfoot cousins say they're coming this year. Well, I hope they do, and I hope they bring beer to the family reunion. She's gonna be a good one. So let me bend your The Mormons and the drinkers and the Mormons who drink Well pay attention cause it ain't as simple as you think They say there's some that don't believe in either But I ain't met him yet and my ma ain't neither At the family reunion she's gonna be a good one So let me lend your ear the clams all here for the family reunion Still playing in that band Well, I guess as long as you're having fun You make a little money, but we're praying for you, son Family reunion, she's gonna be good So let me bend your ear, the clan's all here for the family reunion
imagine the shock I get Cause one of them I think I might have dated back in school Alberta, that's cool. Family reunion, she's gonna be 